Welcome to Neoweek Audio, a collection of podcasts and Twitter spaces produced and curated by Neoweek, the number one news and community platform for the Neo Protocol and the Aurora ecosystem. At neoweek.com slash podcasts, you can find every interesting audio piece from the community in one place. We curate content on topics such as DeFi, NFTs, gaming, DAOs, community hangouts, and more. Basically, we got you covered near fam. And without further ado, let's dig in.
Hello, hello, everyone. Hello, hello, everyone. GMGM, GM. sorry for the little late start, struggling with a few technical issues, um, but I think we're ready to get rolling. We have a few speakers on here. Um, others, we've sent you invitation. Please accept so we can get started. Hi, everyone. My name is Shrey. I am on the product marketing team for Web3. Welcome to the spaces today. We're co-hosted by OKX and OKX Ventures. And we have some amazing speakers here. So why don't we start one by one and just everybody give an introduction of who you are and what what your company does. I can start. I can warm the room up. So hey, everybody. Uh, first, I'd like to thank you guys for um, for letting us on, on stage. Uh, this, this should be an exciting space. Uh, so my name is Travis, and I'm part of the product uh, marketing team at Akala. Um, personally, been in crypto for the last five years, but full-time for the last three and a half years. Um, working in projects uh, on Ethereum, Polygon, and now Polkadot, ranging from DeFi and Web3. Um, but Akala specifically is is focused on DeFi and, and a term that we like to call HiFi for hybrid finance, which I'm sure we'll be able to talk a lot about in this space. Thanks for having me. Hello, everyone. Uh, I'm Christian. I'm the growth manager of Bifrost Finance. Thank you so much for uh, having me today with you at this space. Uh, I'm in crypto since 2018, but it is actually my full-time job from like three years now, almost four. And Bifrost is basically a liquid staking protocol active on Polkadot, Ethereum, Filecoin, and other chain. And it will be like a pleasure for me to discuss with you uh, what are the, the next uh, DeFi uh, focus of uh, 2024 and what made like this year great. Thanks again. Amazing. And we have our last speaker for now. Yeah. Hey, uh, my name is Ray. Uh, I'm a researcher at Ref Finance. Uh, Ref is essentially uh, the leading DEX on NIR. Uh, so recently, we have uh, kind of taken over with Barrel, which is also the leading <clears throat> lending platform on Near. So we're trying to become the basically Near one DeFi one-stop shop. And um, previously, I was uh, kind of more uh, focused on trading. So I was working in a few uh, market-making firms um, in Chicago, doing uh, market-making and traditional trading, and then uh, focusing in crypto and now building infrastructure for crypto, focusing on protocols. Amazing, amazing. I think we have a great lineup of speakers. We're still waiting on two more. So if you can just either request or accept um, to come up on stage, that would be awesome. Um, and while we have everyone that is already here, uh, I think I want to you know, great start for right now is just kind of a 2023 recap. Just tell us like from specifically focusing on DeFi, like what were your expectations going into 2023 and where do we stand right now? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll start this up. Um, going into 2023, I think was was quite interesting. Uh, we, the market was not in the greatest shape. So um, the team at Akala really we we had our heads down and we were really building. So we we I mean we, we believe in crypto. We believe in the long term vision. So the current market didn't affect us um, 
hard, but uh, we knew there's a lot of work to be done in preparation for, for the next years and for when the market turns. So as far as DeFi goes, we were just really ironing out product, uh, our product, um, our, our LSTs, our, our platform, and kind of improving user experience, building partnerships with, with other protocols so that we can integrate with them and see how we can, uh, we can collaborate. So um, as a recap, we've, we've built a lot of uh, new partnerships. We've, we've talked with a lot of uh, different projects, um, even some outside of the crypto space, uh, financial institutions that, that are interested in, in getting some crypto exposure so that we can build those relationships um, and then uh, expose them to some DeFi and the innovation behind crypto. So our 2020 year was a lot of, uh, 2023 year was a lot of hard work, kind of quiet work and building uh, partnerships and relationships. And I think 2024 is when we get to uh, announce and uh, make all these things uh, come to a reality. When you say announce, I'm hoping there's going to be some alpha at the end here, right? Everybody loves a little bit of alpha. I'll, I'll see what I <laughs> just, can leak. Just a I'll tiny see, bit. Okay, okay. I'll see what I can leak. Good to know. So I need to get back to my team to see what can I announce today. <laughs> no, as actually uh, Trace mentioned, uh, for, uh, yeah, you have to consider that coming from the 2022, which was like uh, a pretty... Uh, um, weird uh, year with the you know like security issues that the breach that for example uh, uh, a lot of protocols in the ecosystem suffered uh, big crashes of Luna of FTX I mean it was pretty hard to recover from that uh, it was very very challenging actually to also uh, like focus on the on the crypto like blockchain adoption uh, coming from this uh, like deep bear market but it was pretty amazing to me that starting from the second half of the year so starting from june july there was like uh, a new kind of growth in uh, in crypto interest like a lot of people started to jump on it again like trying to to learn more about it and on our end like as a liquid staking protocol after the chapella upgrade there was this huge uh, spark of interest in uh, into liquid staking what it does uh, what are the advantages so we we saw like an incredible second part of the year the third and the fourth quarter like where were great and we can actually can't, can't wait to to see what's what's coming next because it seems that now uh the market has i've seen i've seen a sort of a turn so it, it is interesting like it is a very dynamic uh, ecosystem environment uh, a lot of project a lot of professional are working on it so i mean crypto is not that at all as many said in the past <laughs> Yeah, for sure, for sure. And then we have one more speaker that's joined us. Welcome, Lucy, to the stage. Um, Lucy's from ARC. So why don't you give us a quick introduction for yourself, and then you can take that first question directly into there. Thank you so much. Uh, you can remember me just as ARC. <laughs> yes, because we have a technical issue uh, related to this ARC digital official accounts right now. So hi, everyone. I'm Lei. Sorry. And um, very nice to meet you guys. I've entered this world since 2018, and uh, that was quite a market that time. And since then, I have my experience in Layer 1 and DEXs and NFT as well. So right now, I'm building one of the 
Perpetex, the world best Perpetex right now, uh, which is having the best liquidity you can see uh, all across all industry and competitors. So I'm pretty excited about what's next in DeFi as well as also Web3 in terms of our uh, topic today. So let's discuss more. Amazing. And then I can kind of reel into that first question right away since you just joined us. Um, just checking in on what were your expectations going into 2023 and where are you right now? Sure. So let me let me start this. Okay, I, I, can, I want to start it short, actually, with more time for other speakers. So uh, I believe right now we are at in the edge of the bull run, uh, like the very beginning of the bull run, and everyone has the attention for the latest technology right now. And uh, everyone's looking for like more mass consumptions and mass adoptions later. And in 2023, we have seen some different, very different uh like sectors in Web3, including the encryption, including deep pain, and uh, also some of them in AI's, uh, AI adoptions. So it's quite interesting that blockchain has helped so many different like, sectors right now. And uh, what we see right now for PerpDex for our own sectors, it's very crowded, but it's also at the same time very innovative. So we are very familiar to AMM right now. And But if you have heard of ARC, you must hear heard of Parallel MM, PMM. So um, there's innovation here and there. And it is very interesting seeing that everyone's building upon the shoulder of giants. And in 2024, I actually see like two more trends. One is the more uh, uh, it's going to have. We have going to have more democratic network we have never seen before. So, so as to speak, uh, right now we have been uh, occupied by so many like Web three giant, uh, Web two giants, and uh, many things are not so democratic as we see before. Even there's. Uh, like Web2 also have validators and right now Web3 is building like the same thing, but in a diff very different way. So right now what we see in 2024 is more people coming in and uh, because of the quantity of population, I believe this is going to be more democratic. And uh, that's one of the chief goals we are having now, like uh, like uh, not, not just computation power, but also capital and that there's going to be like a reallocation of everything. And uh, the next trend, I'm, the, 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 the final trend I'm going to talk about is, uh, I believe that Perpetex is going to be one of them. So uh, Perpetex, uh, what ARC is building is um, not so different as other competitors, but we still have our edge right now. And uh, and if everything goes uh, goes like, uh, um, how, how to say, like, everything goes like, uh, uh, like, uh, uh, like, I say, like U, uh, UX, UX-less and uh, Everything goes like intuitively in Perpetex, especially for the on-chain one, it will have more users to come in and uh, we are building such a product right now. Yeah. Okay, great, great. I do want to talk about trends a little bit more, but we have our last speaker, T.Fi, um, join in. So why don't you un unmute your mic and introduce yourself? Hey guys, sorry for running a little bit late there. I apologize, but... Um... Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having us. My name is Sonali. Um, I work as the head of DeFi ecosystems. So ecosystems for DeFi. Um, I manage a lot of our blockchain and protocol integrations and partnerships. It's awesome. 
Uh, and just a brief introduction on like a little bit of who we are. So for anyone who's not familiar with uh, with DeFi, so DeFi, you know, we 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 used to sort of describe ourselves as like the ultimate portfolio managing dashboard because, you know, we just encompass, we help people manage so many um, just important things when it comes to, you know, interacting with DeFi. Um, but we've really evolved because now we've grown into uh, so much more. So now, I mean, in terms of DeFi, we are the ultimate, I would say, social fi and antivirus dashboard. And so what that encompasses is we help you track a lot of your crypto and DeFi positions from staking, liquidity pools, NFTs, etc. We support uh, a number of different chains, including non-EVM ones, of course, and eight central exchanges. Uh, security, we help you understand um, and be able to track and identify what is safe and what is not to alert you so you can protect yourself, revoke from certain positions, you know, et cetera. And, uh, and also now, you know, we're really creating an amazing social fi atmosphere where users can build their own communities, gain followers, uh, earn rewards and incredible milestone badges as they sort of like for just for interacting and being the DJ that they are, but really get rewarded for these for these steps. So it's kind of like a almost like a learn and earn as well, which is um, why I love, you know, sort of spaces like this, which is to, to help people learn more about um, what we're all doing. So, yeah, and that's sort of like DeFi, I would say, like in a nutshell, I encourage a lot of people to, to check the dashboard out. If you're, in, if you're in crypto or DeFi at all, it's a great dashboard to, to track what you're doing, stay safe, and also get rewarded for your engagement. Amazing, amazing. Thank you, Sonali, for, for that overview. And then I think we have um, Lop, you didn't go, so I'd like to hear from you as well. What are you kind of seeing in 2023 going in 24? Yeah, I feel like everyone has pretty much talked about a lot of the uh, key main points. Um, I totally agree with all of them. I think, you know, 2023 was the year for kind of just focusing on building um, at Ref. Also, we weren't too focusing on kind of the greater economy. We just heads down, have the dev as well as ourselves, just focusing on building uh, expanding the horizon so like you know going beyond kind of what we are currently capable or what we were capable a year ago and building out new features new functionality additional new integrations um, hoping to release and launch them in 2024 yeah amazing amazing so i think uh what i, what I want to kind of segue into is trends right like we we saw some trends kind of come in and go out i know i heard a little bit about perpdex um, but outside of that, like, what are, you know, some exciting things you you guys are seeing? I think I'll pass it over to Bifrost to start with. Of course. Sure. Uh, well, one of the, one of the most interesting trends, uh, I believe it's, uh, starting from what uh, Lee mentioned before is like the increase of participation of people into the uh, the actual life of this uh, blockchain ecosystem so i can see it from our uh, daily um, interaction with the polka.opengov 
uh, we have seen over the last month uh, an incredible uh, uh, growth of users who are actually interacting with proposal. They are uh, uh, more active. So I do believe that uh, together with the increase of uh, capital and uh, in the ecosystem, there will be also like an increase of people who are keen to participate in the discussion. They are going to, you know, make proposal, react to proposal, uh, having this, uh, uh, having a, their, their say on, on what's going on without uh, like just waiting passively to, to protocols and project to propose their, their own, uh, uh, their own stuff. And this is actually amazing. It's a very sustainable and interesting way uh, of seeing like the growth of the over the next few years, uh, and I think I do believe that uh, looking at what we are working on right now, uh, the the interoperability of DeFi of DeFi project uh, can be really something that can increase the the user adoption, uh, the mainstream adoption, I would call it, because the fact that uh, you can avoid in the future what is called uh, uh, fragmentation of liquidity or user experience uh, through different chain. So for example, right now, if I'm on Ethereum, it's kind of a nightmare to move my assets around uh, into Polkadot uh, the other way around, if I want to join Cosmos or Near other protocols. So I do believe that uh, I know for a fact that there are projects that are focusing on interoperability. Uh, Bifrost itself, it's focusing a lot on what we call a, a sort of omni-chain vision, where you can basically use standardized assets to go over other chain and uh, expand your DeFi interoperability. So I do believe that definitely interoperability and access to, to governance for, of course, like proof of uh, stake, uh, parachain or blockchain actually uh, it's uh, it's really something that could be a key for for the mainstream adoption of the over the next year or two Travis I'd like to hear from you like kind of on that note as well right like are you seeing more um, use across different chains or are you seeing one chain that's you know kind of really taking it home um, yeah, uh, that's that's an interesting question, and uh, I mean, I, I've had experience and when worked in different chains, so I've I've really been seeing how how things shift. Um, I think there's definitely moments chains have their moments, like sometimes it's Solana going on fire, sometimes it's it's Polygon, Arbitrum, uh, Avalanche with the kind of gaming narrative has kind of taken off. So I, I think a lot of chains have their moments, but there's there's still a lot of activity going between them. But like like what was said, I think there is a shift in focus on, on on interoperability, so so that things aren't so siloed. And I think even at Akala, we realize that even liquidity is pretty siloed. And and if we can find a way to connect it together, we can be able to do more things and and create more products. Um, and um, if I can add to the trends question, I think another trend that it, that we should be looking almost forward to or seeing how it happens for for the upcoming year has to do with regulation and compliance. And I think that's when um, institutions and enterprises start getting interested in, in crypto once they know that there's you know some level of compliance uh, and regulation um, in place. And I think that the, this next year is going to be what what kind of sets off a lot of things. And um, 
there, there's there's already some interesting projects working on preparing uh, DeFi for enterprises like uh, Alluvial, uh, the Liquid Collective. Uh, we even partnered with with one uh, called Credora, who get, does like uh, institutional Bitcoin lending um, that exposes um, the uh, the user to some LSTs while I mean leveraging doing derivatives. I, I don't need to get into the details, but but it, it it's being built out and or some of it's already actually live. So I think that's going to be a pretty interesting trend coming up. And um, something that I think I'll, I'll leave to um, uh, uh, to Sonali because she she did mention the uh, social fi. I think that's a big trend. Um, I, I had some years in in the gaming sector, so guild fi and and game fi is still also a very big trend for the next year. So there's lots of possible directions I think um, that that things can go um, in in this next year. Awesome. And then I see DeFi raise your hand, like, go ahead and uh, unmute. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, and I really appreciate that also from uh, Akela, kind of that, that point, because that was something I also like, I sort of wanted to touch on and mention. So on the, on the subject of in terms of like, what is trending uh, right now in the DeFi space is um, I really kind of wanted to speak about the aspect of social fi. So that is, an, I think, a really interesting, SocialFi is a very interesting, I'd say, space right now um, that, you know, aside from, you know, the developments that, you know, we're also doing and, uh, and working on, uh, it, is an, it is sort of an area that I'm starting to notice um, in, in various different, I, you know, like in other ecosystems and atmospheres starting to become a trend. And so SocialFi, you know, you know, we're starting to see, um, we saw from like Lens, for example, and, uh, you know, there's other projects that are also creating a bit of a social fi uh, atmosphere and presence. And, um, and I think this sort of like falls into also the, the learn and earn. So I, there's the learn and earn trend, which I'm also seeing. And then there's like social fi. And I feel like they both sort of, uh, they fit very well together because a lot of it is about creating creating a space and creating an atmosphere that sort of essentially like rewards users for their participation in DeFi, um, for, for their participation in uh, various different sort of like activities and interactions. And, and through this experience, they get to learn about various different protocols. They get to learn about the different DeFi opportunities that are out there. And then they also get rewarded. They get rewarded for their engagement and their interactions, you know, in this space. And so... And so in terms of what DeFi and what we are working on and creating, so DeFi right now has uh, is now creating, uh, I'd, I'd say, a pretty meaningful SocialFi footprint, you know, at the moment. So, you know, we have uh, part of the SocialFi that, you know, that we're working on is now, say, for example, users can, you know, connect their wallet and uh, they can get rewarded uh, for learning uh, I'd say very, about in interacting with DeFi. So learning about different opportunities, um, staying safe, using tools that help protect them. And they can earn just various different badges for, for depending on, on uh, the different tasks. So, and then it helps them to sort of like feel good about 
the position that they have, what, whatever that position may be, but to, to feel good that they're on this journey of, of learning development and growing and, and encouraging them and, and feeling encouraged to, to explore and learn about these different projects, about the different protocols that are available and what they're doing and what opportunities. Because I think before, you know, I would say on, on some sense, there's the, the gamifying, the gamification, you know, atmosphere in, in Web3 and DeFi that was maybe one of the first footprints, you know, in this. And this eventually sort of like evolved into, uh, you know, DeFi social fi. So I think that's an interesting trend that we're seeing right now. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I've been paying attention to social fi as well, and it's kind of gone through different stages. So it's interesting to see where it's going to go next year. I do want to kind of ask, like, from, from my point of view, a trend that, like, I'm seeing, um, and I wonder what's you guys' opinion on it. How are you thinking inscriptions will play a role in DeFi? Really, this question is really onto our project. So uh, I have to make it clear at first. So inscription right now is 99% of trash and 1% of community. As I, as I, oh, it's, it's a personal view, actually. And uh, just because uh, it is very obvious that inscriptions has been so early right now, doesn't really means it has it's it it, it 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 is it is making no sense because it's so young but it's because the way we have accumulated capital and raised fund has been has been through like ICOs and IDOs for so many years and and uh, the process of going like this in for ICO you know so uh, it's it's going to be like initial capitals raised and then we add liquidity rates and 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 that goes to a liquidity pool and everyone can buy and sell in it but sometimes when the liquidity pool is right drained we just have nothing left right but inscription giving people look like illusion that it will never go in zero so this is really really toxic for at some at some points for for this internet not just because it's, it's giving people illusion but at the same time um it's put on so much pressure on the network. So it's uh, the network can actually tolerate a lot of stuff. Uh, not just Solana these days, but you can see like a lot of, there's a, so much clogged uh, traffic right now across all the chains. But we say most of this information are not necessary to be on this platform and not just on this layer one or two. And it is making a lot of, uh, Authentic people unhappy about it, which I can totally understand. Uh, I'm one of the people who have inscribed already at this, like the, in the first week. So I actually have a capital gain from, from them because of this innovation and it's fully like uh, circ- circulated because for like 20, 21 million, right? It, after we made this fortune, we actually have this like reflection. It is always worth it because, uh, you know, especially when uh, inscription started at first, it started at BTC uh, network, right? So Bitcoin network necessarily, if we want to put on some DeFi Lego on it, it becomes much more harder than 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 we had ever expected. You 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 need uh you need DT link. You probably probably UTXO and probably use like flash network for a uh, small to medium uh capital like size capital. So so to speak, there's no not necessary thing. There's so many experiments in the past already happening. So it's my point of view that DeFi uh in terms of uh 
Bitcoin network, um, especially is uh, with inscription, is not necessary at all. And with other uh, chains, I believe it shares the same point of view because uh, the token, issue one token in the one smart contract has been so, so, so common right now. We, we don't really need this inscription to be one of the uh, layer one or two trash. Actually, it's making the traffic much more insane than we expected. We're putting more pressure on validators. If you're one of them, you can really feel me what I'm saying right now. Yeah. That's yeah. I mean, there's there's of course different opinions with with inscriptions, right? Only time will tell, kind of how in which direction it goes and what kind of innovations we'll see on it. Um, so I think with that, um, you know, like I I kind of want to thank all the speakers for um, joining and start wrapping it up. Uh, if you haven't already, follow all, all our amazing speakers, uh, OKX, OKX Web3, and Ventures as well, in addition to that. And then um, I kind of want to wrap it up with going into 2024. Like, if you had to use one word to describe what's going to happen with the DeFi ecosystem, what, what would that one word be? Growth. Okay, just because I think there's to, every, everybody so many projects are going to grow. <laughs> everybody else has to use a different word now. <laughs> I could go with uh, it's a bit redundant, maybe, <laughs> but I could go with uh, with interoperability because, as uh, as also Travis mentioned before, I think this is like one of the one of the shift in the into the paradigm of uh, of. Web3, DeFi in general, the fact that before there was like this, uh, you know, like there is this uh, specific network that is trending, then we just switch to another network that is trending for a complete another reason. Uh, I do believe that going into the, this 2024, the, the collaboration between blockchains, between networks, uh, it's one of the best way to grow, just to replicate what... Um, as Alin just mentioned, and also the fact that uh, it gives us access to users uh, to endless possibilities. Because of course, like if you think about it, uh, the the creation, like the the deployment of, for example, trust trustless bridges, uh, can increase uh, the liquidity, the capital, the trust when you operate cross chain. Uh, and I do believe that this is really something that is gonna uh, is gonna attract some, some interest uh, next year on top of everything else that has been said today uh, even uh, even inscription is uh, there are like different opinion um, I agree with uh, with what we just mentioned that uh, some of these use cases are uh, on point some other are just uh, you know let's say uh, reviewable <laughs> but uh, as every kind of brand new, you know, like feature technology, call it call it as you like, uh, I do believe that there are also some some sort of like uh, utility in it. It just need to be you know discovered and deployed. So yeah, I would go for interoperability. Yeah, for me it will be. Uh, it's kind of along the line of interoperability. Uh, I was thinking about like um, liquidity essentially. So, you know, once I think a lot of this year, a lot of people have been building, uh, focusing on building 
uh, either chains, uh, omni-chains, or infrastructure sequencer, validators, and so on. I think now it's 2024 is the time to leverage these infrastructure, uh, build additional applications, as well as you know inject or work cross-chain liquidity uh, together as a whole. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go pretty far left field with my world word. Um, I'm gonna go with light bulb, which which is like way out there. But uh, t let me explain. Um, I, I think there's gonna be a lot of like light bulb moments um, in, in the sense of I think well, when I was mentioning like uh, compliance and regulatory. Um, so so people will see that hey, crypto is legit. Because I think there's still a lot of people that are doubting, and understandably so, because you know our, our UI UX is still kind of rough, and there's still some some janky things and some you know uh, things you, uh, hoops you have to jump through. But I think this year, with a lot more projects focusing on user experience, a lot more projects almost getting personal to the user, along with uh, regulation uh, coming in, I think it, it's the light bulb's finally going to blink of like, hey, this is a, a working system. This is something I can get involved with. This is something I can understand as far as like knowledge, you know, which there's a lot of knowledge platforms are coming up. So, so my word is light bulb. If I could do two words, I'll say light bulb moment for uh, for 2024. I think it'll be for a lot of people. We'll, we'll keep it at one light bulb. And then um, our last speaker, what, what's um... What's your thought, Lucy? Yeah, I've totally share the same point of view right now. So there's gonna be some kind of Lego happening. So um, there's a piece of Lego that coming from compliance, piece of Lego from like regulatory, piece of from the community. And um, I think more, more like uh, naturally, it becomes more and more and more, more, more and more like idealistic, because um, because they're the people left here are actually idealist uh, since since they joined, right? So I believe uh, there's probably some hurdles from the piece of Lego from compliance and regulatory, but uh, the legitimacy was will not be changed for forever for those kind of idealists like us, yeah. Amazing, amazing. I, I do want to appreciate all our guests in attendance and their super valuable insights. I also want to appreciate every single person listening here because, you know, it's Friday morning right before the holidays. So thank you for taking the time. I hope you learned something um, and you're excited kind of going into 2024. Um, join us on our next basis. Thank you so much. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Merry Christmas. Nice Happy New Year. <laughs> Merry Christmas. That's right. <laughs> Merry Christmas and Happy New Year's. Enjoy, guys.